My name is Annie Lobert, and I'm a champion survivor of trafficking to tell you that God can heal you from any hurt that's ever happened to you. If he can do it for me, he can do it for you too. Hi, friends. It's your girl, Annie, from Annie's Pink Chair. I'm so happy you're with us today. This is where we invite presence, inspire purpose, and ignite passion in the hearts of people to spread God's love throughout the world. What a treat I have for you today. I have a friend that is very dear to me, that is a wonderful person that loves to film very important subjects. And she loves to tell stories. My friend Kelly Galindo is an American actress, director and producer. Her work has spanned decades in television theater and film and she's currently working on her first directorial feature documentary 26 seconds which is based on this horrific sex trade we all know what that is right y'all sex trafficking this documentary is driven by her passion didn't we just say passion earlier for giving a voice to the victimized children for the past four years, she's produced and directed 26 Seconds, and her mission of exposing these atrocities has taken her around the world. I want to not say too much more about Kelly because I would love to have you hear it from her beautiful voice herself. So Kelly, welcome <laughs> to Annie's Vink Chair. It's so great to have you here and to talk about your passion can you tell us a little bit more about where did this start inside of your heart? First of all, thank you so much, Annie, for having me on and supporting me throughout the years. As you know, I started in 2016, so it's been a while. Um, but I, I have come to realize that God is, he's more interested, because God could fix anything in, in a second if he wanted. I think that God is more interested in building people's characters that are that have chosen to step into his um you know step onto that train of of the things that he needs to accomplish in this world because he works through us and i just want to thank you so much for supporting of course uh, of course <laughs> of course unfortunately there's people that choose bad things and these are the things I you're know. filming yes and yeah, absolutely. it breaks my heart absolutely. it's true it, yeah. it, trafficking is real i don't care what anybody says it's on the map, it's been here since the dawn of man. If anyone denies that, they're in total delusionment. We all know it's a fact. It's happening daily. In fact, tell us the title of your movie, why it's called 26 Seconds. 26 Seconds, uh, the title of, of my project is Every 26 Seconds of Child's Traffic Globally. And as you know, Annie, you know more than anyone. It starts in childhood and then they, they stay in the life. They know nothing else. And so then when they're, and this is such a tragedy because if, if a pedophile or um, John or, or, or pimp is caught with a child, immediately they go to jail. But oftentimes these young women are 18 and over and they're not considered now children, but they started out being trafficked as children and they've been in this life and they don't know anything else. And it's just a tragedy. There has been in the last, you know, 10 years, especially, but even 20, where they started to shift that mindset from, you know, uh, prostitution to victims because they are victims. Yeah. As well, you, you know, know more it, than anyone. I, you know, I wanted to just stay 
a fact on that is that most of the clients and ladies we deal with have had serious trauma, complex trauma happened to them as children. But yeah. even if they were trafficked as children first, if they got into the lifestyle after they were 18 or 18 or above, they're still not, you know, considered in the old way of thinking victims. But here's the problem. Any type of adult entertainment industry will pull you in like quicksand, promise you the world, hang a golden carrot over your head and make you do all these crazy things just to try to get your substance, your food, your water, shelter, a car to drive, whatever that looks like. And so they focus on kids specifically, but women too, and young mm -hmm. men that need mm -hmm. a place to stay, need to yeah. go to college, need maybe just someone to love them. All these yeah. different avenues, which we could talk about this for days, right? But, but tell us more about are, yeah. the 26 seconds, because I know you said in 2016, let's not date things there. Let's just say, because it's a current date, whatever it is, we're in our we're in way beyond 2016, way beyond that. <laughs> I would I would say that you might need to change the title of your film to 20 seconds. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just <laughs> well, I'm making jokes I, because. Well, no, no. I mean, what's I mean, what's heartbreaking is that statistic hasn't changed since 2016 and i'm not dating the film other than to know that documentaries take five to ten years i filmed in nine countries you know so I, I, it's a big project i've taken on but um that statistic has not changed except you and i know they don't know the numbers online. They don't know the numbers of all the underground tunnels where sex trafficking is happening. They don't know those numbers. So you're right. It's probably every 0 0.5 seconds. Yeah, I mean, who knows? I, I, I would say it's more than what... But it, the point is this, is that that's shocking, regardless mm -hmm. of the fact. It's shocking. So how what countries did you go to so far for this film? I filmed in... Um, Thailand and Cambodia at first, and that that's to answer your original question, what got me to want to do this project? I had seen this um, 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 episode on Dateline about um, uh, sex tourism in Thailand, and, it, and basically mm -hmm. what it, it just broke my heart. Basically what it was showing me is that it gave a green light for pedophiles to be able to fly to Thailand and get away with it. So right. that was how it started, this project. And I did go to Thailand and Cambodia, and I did do a short documentary, as you know, when you've had me on your show before, and it, and it did well. It won like 20 awards. But every organization I worked with, nonprofit Christian organization, they would introduce me to another and to another. And, and, then, and I saw that it it was a worldwide global issue. So I kept filming. So I filmed in Thailand, Cambodia, Iraq, uh, and that's the feature that's out right now on, on Epoch Times, uh, Epoch uh, TV, and it's called 26 Seconds ISIS Sex Slaves. But I filmed mm -hmm. in Thailand, Cambodia, Iraq, India, three countries in East Africa, Mexico, and the US. Um, mm -hmm. So those are the nine countries, but it's everywhere. And online has made it insanity. How many countries are there in the world? I think it's 161, 163. I can't remember. And it's in every country, yeah. every state, every city. You know that. Yeah. 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 It's, it's and one, one other thing I wanted to ask you was uh, how hard was it for you to hold it together when you were doing the interviews and not have the survivors be tokenized? You know, People ask me that. And they also ask me how I'm doing. Like, am I, am I in um, therapy for, and I said, for what? <laughs> and they go for 
trauma. Vicarious like, trauma. It's called yeah. vicarious trauma. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no, should I be? They go, yeah. Um, so uh, but anyhow, I was fine because I always met people and the survivors where they're at. And I just wanted to show love and compassion and and sisterhood, because I really feel like because, as you know, I was an actress years ago. I wasn't trafficked. I can't even compare my life to them. But what I do know is being um, exploited. You know, I, I know that. And um, so I just met them where they were at. But I do have to say the interviews where affected me a lot and I did cry in one was in Iraq because ISIS, that's a whole nother level of abuse. Like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's happening right now with Hamas and what they're doing to the Israelis. So, yeah. I mean, it's a whole nother level. That's like, we've got so many things uh, that are going on and will continue until yeah. Jesus comes back. Let's That's just keep right. that real. That's uh, right. And also, you wanted to create uh, this into several different series, which is really exciting that you're doing that. And it's going to be uh, something that you're going to be showing. And what's really cool is you came to the Destiny House and I really... Uh, enjoyed being interviewed as along many of our survivors that were there in our current program. Uh, And you could tell, obviously, one of our clients was actually from another country. Yes. And how easy it is. Yeah. yeah, How easy it is for people that come into the United States specifically become trafficked because they get their Papers taken away, their visa taken away, their identification, now it's gone, and they have nowhere to go and no one to look forward to finding them because there's no relatives, right? So what do they do? Uh, They come to people like us. They come to other orgs that you met. Uh, What I do know, since you started filming like years ago, is that how many more orgs have you noticed popping up? I mean, they're popping up like popcorn. Oh, are they doing this work? I'm I'm just tied to the ones that are in my project. I don't even notice that. But but I am pleased to see because when I started, it wasn't being talked about. Now it's being talked about on the news everywhere. You know, I'm I'm happy with the success of Sound of Freedom because that means people are interested in knowing about it finally. So, you know, I couldn't be happier with it being talked about more and, and the awareness and, you know, and call to action, hopefully, you know, hopefully call to action. Um, but definitely more awareness has been created in the last five years. I mean, it wasn't being talked about when I started the project. Well, honestly, a lot of films sensationalize trafficking and yes, it's incorrectly, do. incorrectly portrayed. Uh, several films that I know of, uh, it's only two to 4% of people that that actually happens to. Oh, most trafficking is from my personal 20 years experience, not working with victims is a personal relationship with someone they already know. It's very rarely a kidnapping or, Oh, I'm trying out for a job. Like, no, it's something that happens with someone you already know. You've been in your life for a while and there's trust built there because yes. that's how traffickers weave their web. They use that relationship as a stepping stone to proselyte themselves and offer themselves as a sort of mm-hmm. idol to be worshipped because they're providing clothing, food, uh, rent or whatever. They're buying these gifts to mm-hmm. pull in the victims to rely on them on a deeper level. And also not that's not the only thing for me. 
It was relationship, 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 relationship. It was all about the heart and the brokenness that I had in my heart for not believing I was good enough. Every survivor I interviewed, uh, well, I would say 98%, were all molested as children. So right away, their uh, value has been taken away from them. You know, at a child, you don't, they don't even know what's going on. And then, so that, that has already been broken down. So they're searching for that relationship, and that's familiar. So somebody that they know that starts then trafficking, they were molested by a grandfather or a father or a brother or a neighbor or an uncle. So that's normal to them. That's really, really, really sad that people would actually monopolize and exploit that terrible tragedy in someone's life, that they would use that as a tool to make money off of it. It's it's it just absolutely disgusts me that this is traffickers, especially the the social care uh, system, like the kids when they're, uh, you know, they grow out of the system at 18. They have no family, no money, no education. And then a pimp comes up and acts like their boyfriend, you know, for about two weeks. But they're they're open to exactly what you said, relationship, belonging, love. And then the next thing you know, two weeks later, they're 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 not feeding them. They're beating them and they're kicking them out on the street saying, you need to make me money. Awesome. And unfortunately, uh, you know, some of the women will stay and young girls will stay because they would rather debase themselves in order to keep that relationship going because they're they're lonely inside and they don't want to do this life alone. And that's well, you often know how they keep them longer. Yeah. But also Ori, I don't know if you know Ori, but she's a, a survivor advocate now and she trains the FBI and she's great. And But Ori said, you know, she'd been beat upside the hedge and all of that stuff that happens, right? When they don't make enough, their quota and their money for the day. She says, but she goes, all that was so normal to me because it already happened to me when I was a kid. Yeah. They yeah, don't, I watched, you know, so. I watched my mom get beat by my father. So when I got hit, it did shock me, but I was already accustomed to watching women yeah. get beat, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. And, and even you know though what? my mother to this day, and she just passed, so she would still not admit this to me. But later on in the very end of her life, she started opening up more saying, you know, I kind of remember when he did this and I'm like, yeah, I wiped up the blood on that incident actually in the car. I cleaned the car after he was beating you and hitting you on the side while you're talking to him, while you're driving, your glasses are knocked off your face. There's blood all over the window and all over the seats and your nose is profusely bleeding your lips cut. And to watch my father do that to my mother, it traumatized me for the rest of of my life. Of course, of course. Of course. So it's it's a very, very serious thing. How can people watch what you're working on, Kelly? So right now, um, well, first of all, it's a three-stage project. The short is on my um, YouTube channel. So they can go to my website and on the homepage on the website, you know, click on YouTube and it'll take you to my YouTube channel or just go to YouTube and put 26 seconds and it'll come up. And uh, on YouTube, the short is there. If you go to playlist, put short documentary, they can see the short on sex tourism in Thailand and Cambodia. Then there's also a playlist that says sex trafficking in America. And that's all the videos that I, during the pandemic, uh, that I put up um, to create awareness, market my project, but more importantly, highlight the nonprofit 
organizations that are doing such great work and your your videos there it's 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 titled sex trafficking in las vegas um but that but it's the work you're doing in las vegas so i wanted to highlight um what these nonprofits like yours are doing because it's incredible and um and it, but but more importantly uh what i'm What's out right now is the feature documentary, 26 Seconds, ISIS Sex Slaves, and you can go on um, Epoch. I'll also send you the link for your viewers to be able to click on it. But um, it's on Epoch TV, um, which is the work that was done in Iraq, what ISIS did to the Yazidi and Christian girls. And um, so it's a, it's a little sp more specific, sex trafficking, because they just traffic, and tra you know, it was genocide, but they trafficked them amongst each other. It wasn't like... I understand. You know, like in, yeah, it's a little different. Yeah. And then the and now I'm um, currently in post production for uh, the U.S. doc series, and then we're hoping that the networks will also want a second season, and then it would be the other country. I'm sure. But, I'm sure that's going to happen. So that's just we're just going to pray for that. But uh, but also, you know me, Annie. Even you know it'll take longer, but. Uh, no matter what, it's getting out. I, I mean, I'll, I'll do course. it myself and put it on Epoch TV. <laughs> uh, that's what I was going to ask you is how long uh, do you see this going on for you? Another 10 years, 15? Are you invested? No, God, no. Um, <laughs> if, 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 um, no, no, no. I'm just asking from subject to subject on this particular subject. Are you willing to I, put 10 to 15 more years oh, into I'm it? I'm willing to do it, but I'm, but I'm hoping the whole project you know, if we got a network and you have money like that, everything's done faster with money, right? So that could it could be done in three years if I had if I had that um, support. How, how much? Who's, who's paying for all this? I'm just curious. I was. That's why okay. now I need. Yeah, I paid for the short. Well, I paid for all of production, all the filming in nine countries, and then um, I paid for post production for the short, and post production for the feature. But now I'm hoping to get investors to pay post production for the doc series for the rest of the right. countries, and specifically here in the U.S. Because I think that you and I know because we're in the world, but most people don't think that it happens here. They go, "Oh yeah, India, Cambodia." You know, they they think that it happens in a third world country, but no, not no, here. No, 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 no. And, and by the way, you look beautiful today. Oh, thank <laughs> I was going to say that, <laughs> you know, there was a lot of, a lot of victims created during COVID. Yeah, well, Sorry, I, I said the name. Oh, uh, the C word, uh, COVID. A lot of <laughs> OnlyFans have now transitioned uh, into sex work. Yeah. I don't, we yeah. don't have the stats on that yet, but it will be coming out soon. And yep. it's unfortunate that the big C word brought on a brand new, a brand new level to the sex mm -hmm. industry that's never been seen before. And I want to warn everybody out there that this is adult material you're going to be watching with what Kelly's done. You have yeah. to remember that this is not actors or actresses. No. This no. is real people that actually lived this life and mm -hmm. are now hopefully in a healing stage process that she felt. And I also want your yeah. viewers to know, because like you said earlier, there's tons of uh, films out there on sex trafficking and they, they sex, you know, they centralize it, right? They, you know, and my project is not only about this, it's about the survivors' voices, it is, their stories, but but it's also about the nonprofits doing great work to either rescue them, restore them, or reintegrate them. And I think that's very important because, and these are nonprofit Christian organizations, so 
these the the people I've interviewed, the survivors I've interviewed, have been rescued by God and restored by God and reintegrated by God from these organizations right, right. like yours. Period. I was going to ask ask you that. The any we have only four minutes left. We got to okay, wrap this okay. up. I apologize, okay. but no problem. To, to really make sure that we state that the orgs that you've highlighted are really doing the work. Yes. And that there is a lot of grifter organizations that are trying to get your money that actually don't do the aftercare work and they yep. collect money just so they can make a statement of what this is. Yep. And there's nothing wrong with that, but please state that's all you do. Kelly's up front. Kelly just told us she filmed all of us to highlight what we're doing so she can show you that there's mm -hmm. people out there actually doing this work. And Amen. I commend you for that, Kelly. I commend you for putting the light on the survivors. And not only that, survivor founded lead org like us. And I, yep. I thank you with my heart that you took the time to come visit us, hang out with us, get to see with your own eyes what we do. And we're looking forward to watching your series, your docu-series and the movie. And so where yeah, are we going to go? Please. Where are we going to yes. go to the website? What is it again? 26seconds.com. So it's 26 and then sec, lowercase seconds, plural with an S, and then DOC for documentary.com. And uh, scroll down. You'll see the, the Epic um, uh, TV link to get to the, so that you can see the feature documentary, 26 Seconds ISIS Sex Slaves. Please support. And um, also the YouTube channel where you can see the short for free and a bunch of videos on nonprofit organizations like yours uh, on my YouTube channel. Thank you, Kelly, so much for coming on today. And thank you. Not only Kenny. not only spreading awareness, but uh, sharing your passion with all of us of putting an eye and a light on this dark, dark world that you've encountered. I I just I love you and I uh, can't wait I to see you in person. Go ahead. Me too. I miss you. I do have one thing to say though, because I just want your viewers to know. First of all. Everyone has different gifts and everyone can help in a different way. Some it's just prayer. Some it's they can, they have money so they can donate. Some I'm a filmmaker so I can do that. You know, we all have different gifts. And so start with that, your own gift. But secondly, I want you to know that when we jump on the God train of whatever, you know, there's lots of issues he's working on. But I jumped on this sex trafficking train with God, right? Anti-sex sex trafficking. God loves us no matter what. So you're on that train and when it stops, some choose to get off and God will love you anyways. But, but I want to encourage you to stay on that train because the lessons we learn, because I can uh, attest to that because I've been doing it since 2016, the lessons on that journey, God's about changing us, me, yeah. on that journey. Right. And um, so I encourage you to stay on that train. But I want you to know that God loves you no matter what. And I know people have other things in their lives. And so if it's just prayer you can do, do that. If it's donating to an yeah. organization, do that. Yeah. Thank you, Kelly. God bless you. Yeah. You too. And we'll see you, you next Mom. time. You too. We'll see you next time on Annie's Pink Chair. Okay. Bye. Sweetheart. Thank you. Bye, honey. The more girls that talk the more scared they're gonna become. And the more times that we talk, the more girls are gonna to try to shut up. And they call us snitches, by the way.
we're dirty in the game. No woman and no girl wakes up one morning and says, hey, I want to sell my body for the rest of my life and I want to make money from it. Not one. I had no idea that somebody who was making money off of me was trafficking me. I was sleeping with doctors, lawyers, officers, men that were married, men that had kids my age. That night was my, my rude awakening. That night, the first night I got sex trafficked. Took all my money, he beat me. I remember him hitting me so hard one time I was knocked out. You know, I've had a gun held to my head. I've been pissed a little bit. I've Huge guys. If I came in and said, hey, daddy, I could only make 600 tonight, I was getting knocked out. I always thought the more I would love them, the more I would do, the more I would obey, that I would get the one thing that I never had was love. I love that man with all my heart. For five years, I didn't care what anyone said about him. Because I love that man, I would have died for that man, and he knew it. People didn't understand why I wouldn't leave, because my normal was getting hit upside my head. My normal was sleeping with men 10 to 15 times a night. Like, that was my normal performing anal sex and oral sex at 12, 13, 14 years old. I fell in love with him, because everything that was normal in my life that was happening had happened to me while I was a kid. partners like you to step up and stand with our ladies and say, I believe in your now. I believe in your healing and your future. And here's my $20 a month. Here's my $50 a month. Here's my $500 a month to go towards your healing, to go towards your trauma therapy, to go towards your cooking classes, to go towards your job readiness classes, to go towards your college. This is what I want to give as a gift to these wonderful human beings that are being restored from the horrible ravages of trafficking. I'm one of the ladies. I wish I had this program when I was getting out of trafficking. Unfortunately, I didn't. But we have it here at Destiny House and another house we have, Dream House. It's our house that the graduates go to when they get out of this property and they transition into their job, into their schooling, into getting their own car and their own place, independent living. We really need your support. We can use your support. Please join us in this fight doesn't take that much. You can give it for coffee for the day. You can give up that country ride you're going to take with your friends or, or that weekend vacation. Give us a support because we are in need of monthly donors just like you. And by you giving a dollar or more or a thousand dollars from a dollar to 10,000, whatever that looks like, you are going to be changing someone's lives. And our lives that we work with are precious. Hi, Annie Lobear here, and I talk a lot about my story, and I relate it to a lot of the talks I have with my guests and my own little preaches that I do on this show, and I just wanted to inform you about my book that I wrote. This was my name when I was in the game, Fallon. My name was Fallon York, but this is Fallen Out of the Sex Industry and Into the Arms of the Savior. Super simple. Go to our website, pinkchair.org. You can get your own book. This reads like a movie. But not only that, my friends, this shows you what sex trafficking is in our own backyard, the United States. It also talks about the Destiny House, a place and also the Dream House where we bring our victims of trafficking to turn them into victors of trafficking where they get trauma therapy, they get stabilized from their terrible abuses they've been through, and they have equine therapy, art therapy, they get their own personal trainer. You guys name it, they get it.
They get new clothes, they're fed, and guess what? It's free, 100% free. That's why my friends, I need to ask you a big favor. We do nothing but donations to keep this place open and we need your help right now. Would you please go to pinkchair.org and click on donate, become a monthly partner. It's super easy to give up a coffee once a month, isn't it? Or maybe a shopping spree. Wouldn't it be nice to donate that to our housing? We have two houses and three apartments. Thank you so much.